me mute the old phone here. Oh, yeah. Let's set our phasers so to stun, ladies and gentlemen. We are rolling. Oh, sorry for you audiophiles out there. Well, let's uh, let's start with an intro, shall we? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Loudcast. Coming at you live for people who are sitting in this room uh, recording for everybody else. Not I live. am, uh, n- yeah, not so live. Coming so at live. you live. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's Dougie Dilf. Uh, dude, straight so up had a fucking, loud. like, a, a little, like, dude, I think is, I, I don't want to throw out names, actually, but uh, it was a video someone was taking of a show, I was playing in Whitewater, and they, we were just going down, like, the line of people in it, and this guy, like, leans in, he's like, coming at you live. <laughs> I literally had a fucking toaster at that show plugged into my Furman power conditioner that we just found in the van. Was this and the toast one? Yeah. Did you wiped the sweat off of yourself and some guy fucking ate it? I wiped my fuck the sweat off my brow with a piece of bread, put it in the toaster, and then frisbeed it out into the audience, and somebody fucking caught it and ate it. That's metal, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's Disgusting. white water That's for you. metal. <laughs> fucking college town. A lot of, got a lot some of white water stories. A lot of bright young ones right? out there. Me? Yeah, Sean. Do you have some white water stories? I didn't go to white water. No, I meant like, but like you partied out there a couple times, didn't you? No, I partied in Platteville once. Oh, that was a same weird thing. Night. <laughs> we just found a. Uh, we were like coming back from a show that they was playing at this college, and we it was like a Wednesday night, and we're all hopped up with no place to go because who the fuck did we know in Platteville? up on zingzuris and yeah on, z- on zanger juice and fucking <laughs> barbecued pigtails and we decided we needed to find some place to party so we found a house playing really loud music we had like a case of beer and a bottle and we knocked on the door and we said hey we're promised we're cool can we come in and party with you guys <laughs> <laughs> we're cool bro <laughs> and the guy was like don't steal anything and he opened the door to us <laughs> Inside were 25 girls and then the two guys who own this house. So I don't know if they were like shooting a porn or what, but it was a really, really interesting vibe to that party. Did you hear that that guy's story at uh, Mad Planet the other night about the Chicago bar? That's like, it's like a BDSM bar. You can get like handcuffed to the railings and the like waitresses and shit like whip you. <laughs> Would you like to know more? <laughs> I, I, I do, but uh, I like only caught the tail end of his story and I, it seemed like he'd been going for a while, so I didn't want to be the well, guy we'll that just We'll be in jumped. Chicago next week. You want, <laughs> so, uh, you want to hit the tunes? I'm Old Bessie's still tuning oh, she's up still, here. Oh, she's still tuning up. She's having some trouble. I asked a little too much of her. Sean wasn't with us for this, but... Um, uh, for the audience, we went to Samurai Shampoo. Or, I mean, uh, I wasn't Cowboy. with you for no, that. No, not for this part of the story. Oh, okay. <gasps> he was at I, the I was venue. At the, I was at the event. We God. went to Cowboy Bebop versus Samurai Shampoo last weekend at Mad Planet. And Can you describe the event before you just really yeah, dig it, it? it was like a little orchestra. There was like, uh, I think it was like a four-piece sax, uh, then with like a brass section, jazz drummer, a celloist, uh, and they played music from Cowboy Bebop in one set, and then uh, they did a little intermission and had a second set full of uh, 
samurai it was it was not just a dj i yeah. thought it was just going to be a dj just yeah, like what oh, I here's some music be. from it was a, it was a full band it was actually really cool no so, Britney presented it as live but that's fine it was it was but, a good time but i mean djs say they're live too so touche yeah touche so walking up to the event and uh even before that the car ride over we were just kind of joking just like oh man we're totally gonna see some like fedora wearing like <laughs> katana wield and neck beards at this show yeah and we didn't even get inside we we're still crossing the street to the block that the venue's on yeah and this fucking dude is like approaching the group of people they in just front of us and it, there's two girls and he pulls one of these like rotates the wrist and gives an open palm and curtsies the, and I just Doug just looks just at me. Turned around, did the same thing to him, and I was like, "We already found one voice." Oh, in the wild. I I was a little pissed too. I was just like, "God damn it!" Like we're not even inside. We're like two blocks from this fucking place. Wait, right. like, already out. It. What's it gonna now? be like when we get inside? <laughs> a lot of trench coats. It like what? Well, I oh, really I didn't. Master I guess Raiden was there we, too. I mean, we kind of hung out off to the side playing pool. And, yeah, well, uh, that was the kind of vibe I was getting. Like, uh, I watched them play Tank, and like, they started playing, you know, just like the the bebop soundtrack, yeah. and that's kind of what it put me in the mood to do is just like go oh, play no, some pool had, with some randos. I think we had a great time. Yeah. I mean, we played pool with randos. We terribly, terribly, we got beat by everybody who walked onto the table. But then they'd beat us, then leave, and then somebody new would walk up <laughs> and beat us and leave, and we were just like the shitty locals. Right, <sighs> me and M got so close to winning, though. Yeah, against uh, against the preppy couple. couple. Yeah, you guys. Sports were desk. About. We're all pink on the inside. <laughs> Couldn't focus with the the power skirt and the woo because that's what she was doing. Like, oh, the whole time. oh yeah, she pencil just, skirt. Ah! I do remember now. Because she like showed up because like dude was hanging out by us before, and then his girl showed up. I just remember the dude's name was Carl. I didn't apparently, take it. Carl, apparently if you're out there, you don't remember. Salute, Carl, if you're out there. It was a good game. This one's to you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Rocky George was gonna do a an album, a, a hardcore album with Haneman. It's gonna be called Pap Smear. <laughs> Classy. But uh, Slayer's manager at the time told Haneman, "You can't do that. You'll break up the band." It's the kind of thing that breaks up bands. I think they released one album. I don't, I don't have what? access to it. It's probably really good though. You break up the band, man. It's Slayer. <laughs> Come on, it's just a money machine. They just print money. They were like just getting started though. Yeah, there's Rocky George oh. right there on the left. Hmm. Dude's awesome. Looks like Easy E kind of. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. Dude's a really good guitarist so. though. Check All out, I wanted was a Pepsi. Check, ch- just yeah. one Pepsi. Check out this. Oh, you're looking lovely. Yeah, check this album out. Lights, Camera, Revolution, if you get a chance. Some good guitar stuff. On yeah, there. I need some new shit to check out. I was uh, checking out some of um, uh, MF Doom's Best Of. Like, I've never really gone that deep. <laughs> that guy his. is nothing but deep. I know, but... Uh, oh, yeah, though. Like, uh, what I've been jamming to him a lot lately is uh the mm, food album because that's like the, everyone's starter right i think that's almost everyone's starting point is it 
what uh, um, food. food that's like a lot of people's starting point yeah right? it really is it's just most accessible because he does a lot of concept albums where he gets really weird and deep and that's one of the most i think my favorite cut off of that one is hoe cakes hoe cakes is mm-hmm. by far although i know stefan's favorite is rap snitch Knitches. yeah that one's good too that's that's I like, like that my favorite album, cruising though. song yeah, hoe cakes, super. I know this chick, she really wants me to duka. <laughs> I told her I'll come scoop around eight. She'd be like, super. <laughs> is this too loud? No, that's good. Okay. Um, keep it at 75 and I can adjust the. Shorty girl's okay. a trooper. It's, Whatever it I needed to, to do, she'd be like, super. Yeah, turn it up to 75 and I'll. I think everything's at 75. That's good. Uh, if it's too loud for you, then turn yours down on uh, nine and 10. Nine and 10. All right, so did you guys see the story this week about the discovery of a new organ? No. I had a story for you guys, though, too. What, like in, in our bodies? Yes, in our bodies, and it's like... It's like it's a, the funky organ? It, they say it's larger than skin. It's like a layer where there's like this um, fluid, essentially. It like stores fluid, and it's like... Pre lymph nodes. Um, what is it called? So, what did the tattoos all over my body damage it? Yeah, they actually. I actually read that it's the layer where the tattoo pigment resides, mm. essentially. Is that why they're so addictive? <laughs> <laughs> um, Whatever. Yeah, one of the reasons that they. Uh, it's called the interstitium. It's a layer of fluid-filled compartments strung together in a web of collagen and a flexible protein called elastin. And apparently they couldn't see it before because they were studying it in, like, dead tissue. They were looking at it all wrong. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking they were, they idiot scientists. <laughs> Anybody could have told you you got to look in the cellulose layer. <laughs> but apparently they couldn't see it before because when they were studying the tissue, the tissue was essentially dehydrated, so oh, the structure would collapse. Americans weren't fat enough until just recently <laughs> that this is swollen enough to be visible by modern scientists. Right. It's like after a supernova happens, it takes 100 could years Could you get a little bit it. more inflamed for science please let's see how far we can push my this. doctor has actually prescribed me mcdonald's i was gonna say i thought you said <laughs> he, gonna, he prescribed you hemorrhoid cream for your whole body <laughs> yes i'm one giant flaming irritated <laughs> asshole you're an irritation i use hemorrhoid cream for chapstick because <laughs> my mouth is a fucking irritated infl- inflamed butthole so i had a new story too uh, can i the- expound on uh on hemorrhoid cream for a second. Please, I got a little Doug, story. Let's get a let's get a hemorrhoid cream. I think story. you might have told this one already. Not on the podcast though, but um, <laughs> this has to do with the girl that we all know. But uh, it was back in um, back in the high school days. Uh, we were playing just in the cul-de-sac. We decided to play tackle frisbee, whatever the fuck that is. Like ultimate, like no holds barred frisbee. It was literally just ruleless garbage where we just like <laughs> it was spearing each other and doing that stuff. But I uh, was trying to catch the frisbee. I wasn't looking where I going, where I was going, and I ran into a tree and just like just scraped all the flesh off of my arm. Ooh. So I went in the house, and this was like a house where essentially just like all these kids ran amok. Everybody hung out there. 
And uh, one of the girls was like, oh, let me help dress your wounds. So she comes back with what I assume is a Neosporin. What I assume is a, thanks. uh, What I assume is a tube of Neosporin. And after she rubs it into my wounds, after a couple minutes, it starts to burn. And I'm like, what did you put on my cuts? And she's like, oh, Neosporin. I was like, could you go get the tube? She brings it. It's preparation age. Woo. It didn't help your inflamed <laughs> arm. <laughs> That's not how that works, you mean? Right. That's not how that works. Medicine isn't just interchangeable fix it. Like that's not even how uh, it works on your butthole. Like right. <laughs> this is uh, this is not Fallout Five where you can just take those pills or apply that bandage to your fucking toxic gut. Let's go get me some jet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. What was the what was the news story that you had there? about a Miami IHOP manager who pile-drived one of his rowdy customers. <laughs> and you're talking about human bodies. And there was video of it. So there were a, bu- a group of customers came in. I'm, I think it was like five or six different customers. And they were asked to quiet down in which their response was to get slightly more loud. And he asked them to leave, which they did. Then they came back inside uh, started getting loud and rowdy again. Then they it devolved into him le- telling them they had to leave or he was going to call the police. Then they started throwing plates and silverware across the, the IHOP at him. <laughs> throwing chairs and stuff. Well, then they physically started attacking him with their fists and stuff. And he defended himself, got one of these kids in a grab, flipped him, and then pile-drived him into the floor. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't fuck with IHOP. You get I dropped. <laughs> Cheers to that guy. I think he handled himself pretty well. Yeah. Uh, that would just suck to be working for not much more than minimum wage and just have some people act so stupid like, at your hey, place of work. Hey, ladies and gentlemen. Can we th- just not? This is IHOP, not fucking waffle house at 2 a.m okay <laughs> we got standards here the difference is not that big yeah i know <laughs> it's kind of what i was commenting <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah seriously i've like seen more shit just go down at fucking like restaurants and eateries essentially more than like bars like when we're just like at that place getting hoagies essentially this fucking dude just comes out of nowhere and bops some guy just just getting a sandwich he's just like kind of waiting for his food he goes outside smokes when cigarette. was this oh it was, was like a while ago this fucking yeah I, I don't know if you were there but uh just it was it was like the flash came out of nowhere it was like zoop, poof and then this guy was just like ah. I and then the other guy who bopped him was just gone. I, I had something similar to that happen to me once. I was I was walking down Brady Street in Milwaukee. And we were like we we're getting dogs or something. And it was me and somebody else were walking down the street. And there's like two Indian guys kind of like leaving this restaurant. And they're kind of talking. And somebody walks up and he just bop. Hits the first guy, drops him, turns to the second guy, bop, hits him, drops him, and then walks away. <laughs> and me and, like, dude, are, you know, like, like we got hands full of I hot I might dark. have been there for that. Yeah, I, I, I was with somebody. I don't remember who it was. Because but I just, remember both, 
I remember like looking at each other and just being like, did that just happen? Yeah, like, dude, guys like, maybe it dropped. was you. And it was like, because it didn't even seem like this person knew those two people. Yeah, they were just like walking was, past each other. It was just a drive-by bopping. Dude, yeah, for real. But they both got knocked the fuck out. Bop it! And, and we're like <laughs> sitting there with like hands full of food or something, I think. Because I was definitely in a position where it's just like, oh, that was random violence. <laughs> I was not ready, and I can't really deal with that right now because my hands are full. Sir, of hot dogs. I protest. I am not a merry man. I'm a, yeah, I'm not a. <laughs> I was just trying to eat a hot dog. Man. Maybe he was a Klingon. Yeah, probably was, dude. <laughs> just needed to needed to assert his dominance just that a, night. Just a hormonal Klingon. You probably just didn't get laid, and he was really upset. <laughs> Well, At least he took always, it out in some dudes. There's always a lot going on in. Uh, I mean, I don't know if that's a really healthy way to take it out, though. <laughs> there's always a lot going on in somebody's on face. Street. So, hey, you yeah, want to pass me a soda pop? That's just a place to avoid. I, I remember going out with uh, the pine cone uh, on New Year's, and we threw that dude out of out of the bar. Oh dude lost my tooth. god! This guy. Was... Okay, we're we're all sitting at Nomad. Oh, great bar, by the way. They used to have. Shot of JMO, PBR, and a and a and a, a cigarette. And a, yeah, a single cigarette. Was that the place that got a bunch of shit during the World Cup for like decorating the back of their place like a Foliva? I don't think. No, so. I don't think so. Really? I mean, maybe. But it's like it's like a Nomads. It's like a World Bar, isn't it? Isn't that their shtick, or is that another place? I no, I, I actually I think I do know which place you're talking about. No, Nomads more just like a little dive bar. Okay. But you know, we we're sitting there drinking, and there's like a slightly more rowdy customer. I mean, this is like this is like the seven end of the p.m. Night, seven know? p.m. Like New Year's has just started. People are just filtering out to the bars. And this guy, at some point, reaches across the bar and slaps the bartender. <laughs> and so the bartender just casually walks around around the the back of the bar. No, he like he he slapped the chick bartender, and then one of the other bouncers, or like one of the other like like male bartenders, slaps a chick. I don't. Know. Yeah, because oh well, the one of the bartenders like casually chick. walks around the back, just arm bars this dude and takes him to the ground, and then he's like struggling and kicking, and I just look at the bartender, I grab this dude's legs, and we just one, two, <laughs> three, and we throw him out the front door. You just ham hock heave <laughs> home. Well, he's okay. He's like he's head on. He's forehead on the bar, drunk at like seven p.m. And he's like a regular here, so he's like way too comfortable and just acting reckless. And when the guy comes over to like grab him and he, you know, he immediately gets hostile, don't fucking touch me. It's like, you can't strike a bartender and then ask for another drink. You gotta go. It, it should literally be punishable like uh, striking a bus driver. No, for real. It's like they're they're helping you. They're giving you that sweet sucker or they're taking your broke carless ass somewhere. And this guy, so yeah, they, they bring him down and like, you know, they, it, it's, it's like wrestling because he's, he's like, you know, drunk and fighting back and like three dudes pile on him. They, they, they throw him out and Jake just goes, is that a fucking tooth? <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, dude, right there on the ground. He goes, he grabs that fucking thing. And he's just like, it's a fucking tooth. <laughs> so they, they like put it up on the bar, like over behind the bar as a trophy. And, uh, you know, like everyone's kind of just like all fucking worked up about this situation. Dude tries coming back in. He ends up calling the cops. He's like sitting there, bloody mouth and shit it's out front. It's like they, they took my tooth. Go in there and get it back. Uh, so he essentially calls the cops on himself because the bar is just like, we told him to leave. He was drunk. He attacked a bartender. 
what do you want us? You know what I'm saying? Like, the cops basically like, go home or we'll arrest you. And he's just and like, just I want your what? badge number. I want your badge number. I I was I used to be a cop. I want your badge number because you're not handling this right. Where's your? Uh, Is that what he said? Where's your sergeant? And then over the course of three hours, the police end up installing cameras in uh, nomads just to. I don't even know why they bothered to do that, but yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> it's like I'm not. I'm just gonna go out, have a beer, not start any shit. Two beers later. Boom. One tooth later. <laughs> two beers, two beers more, and one tooth less later. Oh. Speaking of um, uh, body parts as trophies. Um, uh oh. Fucking. Uh, Doug cut off somebody's ear this no, weekend. No, no. This is like. I was totally grody the first time I saw it. My friend Sam, uh, you guys probably met him like once or twice. Yes, the same. And, uh, he had a friend who was working on a uh, his bike chain. I don't know if it was like a motorcycle or just a bike. Okay. And he end up he ended up inadvertently getting his fingertips ran through the sprocket and ah. cut oh. off. So, um. They take him to the hospital and all this stuff, and uh, Sam like salvages his like fingertips, so maybe they can like put it back on or something. Yeah. And it's just not really that much, but um, you know they couldn't or whatever, and um, I think it was just like too little. So yeah. uh, Sam had them in a jar for the guy, and they ended up just like sitting there. So to this day, he still has like decaying fingers. Decaying. No, they're not jar. decayed. They're like mummified now. They're like crouton fingertips. They're they oh they can go God. no further. And what he'll do is like somebody who's new to the social group group will be like, oh, go get the thing, see if they can tell what they are. And then he'll hand him this little like jar, and you'll be like, guess what this is? And they'll just be like, uh. -huh. Pickles. <laughs> uh, are those? fingertips like you literally it's like a really thin slice but you can see like the nail oh, oh yeah. it is fucking disgusting but Ooh, hilarious grimy. i have uh i i think we still have them i have my lung tumors in a jar somewhere oh, i did damn. at one point uh because the pictures are pretty naughty. yeah they're they're pretty they're, it looks like bubble gum when you blow a bunch of holes like you blow a bubble and then like it has all those little tumor holes mm. It's like fucking bubblegum bubbles. Oh, it's like the parts where like the strand is like still strong. Yeah, and it's, like, it's like, like and it's like a lumpy fucking aim. Like there's like, amorphous. Please kill, kill me, <laughs> dude. For real though, get a collapse lung. You'll be saying that. <laughs> How about you, Emily? Ever had anything gnarly happen to your body other than me? Savage. <laughs> like have you ever had your fingertips cut off or like people go in your chest cavity and rip out chunks of your lung no sorry we'll find something for you to come in here and talk about <laughs> oh man I remember like waking up from my leg surgery just being like on cloud nine essentially like it was just like oh ugh, and I was just getting like wheeled to the post-surgery room and like literally the nurse is just like sitting at this hub in the middle like talking to the other nurse about some sort of beer and i was just like oh i know what beer you're talking about love it love it <laughs> <laughs> but it was it came out like that and they just like ignored me i was like i give up 
I just wanted to interact before I died. Uh, see, I, I had a terrible experience, at least the first time coming out of like major surgery. I had a very bad reaction to the morphine, and mm. I spent a lot of time throwing up, basically on like a six-hour cycle. Oh, yeah. Just fucking wake up, puke. It forced some more jello down my throat. I'd fall asleep. I'd wake up. I'd jello? puke the jello up. It was great. You know, I loved it. I loved it. Loved it all. Want some gelatinous. I was sugar literally water. like, I was literally like, bring, bring them, bring it on. Give me the, give me the drugs. And <sighs> then, um, it got to the point where it was like, oh man, I know what this is. I haven't been able to piss, and I'm just like, I'm literally on my phone. Like look at, like I was like okay nurse could did you have a catheter in after surgery? Well, I did after surgery, but they took it out. Um, like I wasn't conscious for that. But um, so the nurse comes in and I'm like nurse, could you run the water so I can like maybe pee? And uh, oh, she's like oh yeah absolutely. And um, it went for a while and I was like oh I feel bad just like wasting water like this. <laughs> uh, so I ever turn it off and she's like well. If you can't pee, you know, we're going to have to put a put catheter, a catheter in. Right And I'm just in. like, fuck. Oh, no, 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 no. So I'm like, I got to piss. Like, I got to, like, make this happen. So I, uh, like, called off the drugs when they offered it. And I was like, no, I got to I gotta get my pee sphincter to loosen up just a little bit. Yeah. So I'm literally on my phone, on YouTube, looking up videos of the faucet water. running oh <laughs> literally on my phone look i just like water running falls, water waterfalls uh and eventually that did the trick yeah, yeah i had one time i couldn't because i i had similar things where like you get him to take it out as soon as possible uh if you're still awake with it because that that because I, I went down a couple times so like sometimes i woke up and it was still there and you talk him to take it out, and then you have to force yourself to pee again like a normal human being. And it's just like, <laughs> it, it's so just like, nope, nope. Uh, the guy... I haven't had to experience that, luckily. Bless his soul, like literally I called him up the day I was getting discharged from the hospital. And I was like, hey, um, could you maybe come over and like look after me for a day? Because I'm supposed to have somebody around to make sure I don't get a blood clot and die. And he's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, he just, like, literally dropped his shit, came over, and, like, spent the day with me. And I was telling him the thing about the catheter, and he was like, he'd been through some stuff. Um, and he was recounting the story where he had a catheter in, and the nurse wasn't sure if the bladder on the inside that keeps it inside you was still inflated or not because it was stuck. No. So he was just kind of tugging on it, and it wasn't coming out. So she, he's just like, this is my worst nightmare. She kind of oh. did like the thing you do to a kid when their first tooth is coming out. Oh, she was just boy. like distracting and just like yoink it. It was like, oh, and it came out. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, do that to your kids, but not a man's pecker. Oh, oh man. Oh, my God. I'm very oh, upset boy. right now. I need a moment. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. Don't laugh at me. I'm I'm sensitive. I want to talk about something that we avoid talking about. What's that? Do you say vaginas, Emily? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dug on the ones and twos. Uh, 
and that's she is gonna be so pissed when she fucking finds out if we've been doing that. Um, I don't think she will. Well, she's still gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Now she's gonna be like, "What the fuck are you guys talking about?" And investigate. So I was uh, I was looking into uh, I, I hopped on the YouTube where we're dropping the podcasts, mm-hmm. and I was searching to get on to the Radio Loud uh, account that we use for it, and. I did like a quick search, thinking yeah, you know I could just pull the pull the video up off of you know a pretty right. key insert. It's actually under Radio Loud Cast because Radio Loud was Dang it. taken. Yes. What's Radio Loud? There, yeah. in fact, are quite a few Radio Louds yes. that exist across uh, multiple platforms doing multiple things, none of which are active or taken off. But uh, it was fun picking through the graveyard of our own name. Right. Um, but I would like to point out that before I found us using our exact like name, I did find a Logan Paul plugin video. So we are literally below the featured spam. Um, Man, even if you, you search can't, our you name. can't outdo Logan Paul though. He's just gonna be on everything. Logan Paul is just plugging every single hashtag and thing we can possibly think of, probably right. Yeah, so I mean, I guess we should basically just change our name to the Logan Paul Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And just never talk about him after this. The Pogan Lol. The Pogan Lol. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry about it too much. Oh, man. Can we never mention that guy's name again? Exactly. And that's the thing. I know we didn't feed the beast. I mean, you can't feed the troll. Um, you gotta let it. You gotta let it die of starvation. Yep. Like I actually hadn't heard anything about the Paul brothers in a minute. No, and that's the thing. But at the same time, I was searching for it, and it was like, oh, we're done with this Logan Paul guy. He showed a dead body on YouTube. But you should check out his new video. Uh, well, they too. they took him off the list of monetization, and then for like a little bit, they gave him a little for a little. Yeah, they gave him, and then they put the him back. He's just too hot of a commodity for those young kids. Yeah. I actually had a conversation with a coworker who is a little bit older than me, and uh, he has two kids, and his son is starting to like get to the age where like he'll you know he goes on YouTube Kids, and um, we were discussing how he is starting to like he's already gone beyond. like Pandora's box with it, essentially. Yeah, he's been to the weird he's parts gone of YouTube. And not necessarily the weird parts that we, we delve into, but like... <laughs> Can you just see that? Like, I don't it's know, like, man. You've searched, it's you like, don't know you the right words to look for. He doesn't want crap. to watch YouTube Kids anymore, which is like the curated content for YouTube where they've tried to like kind of section off a little bit for kids to watch. You can let your kids watch that They'll be yeah, safe. Yeah. Um, but he wants big boy YouTube. He's starting to like watch content that's made by other kids and it's like other kids saying bratty little things on YouTube. Oh, watch your little brother say fuck. It's <laughs> yeah. exactly where my, my mind jumped with that. Just like, my parents won't give me an allowance, so here's how I'm going to retaliate. Don't you understand that your actions have consequences? <laughs> <laughs> and I can just see this, this, this young father just like, the fuck? What have I done? <laughs> Raising a child in today's world would be scary. So I was kind of like talking to him about the medium because um, uh, 
I was talking about how like the whole like adpocalypse thing essentially happened on YouTube where they started cracking down on content creators that advertisers didn't want to associate with. Yeah. And demonetizing them. And there's this thing that kind of like it's like this really creepy thing where there were like videos that were obviously targeted with keywords towards children, but it was like weird shit like fucking uh, like that's where like the Spider-Man and Elsa thing came with came from where they're like slapping ass and stuff. But then there were like cartoons where it was like Disney kids cartoon characters pissing on each other. And like this obvious like fetish content, but it was all like kids whoa, whoa, keywords. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Can you just repeat that one more time? Like Disney cartoon princesses pissing on each other. And who made this? Which, I don't know. Which princess? They don't know. They think it's like. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see for science. I mean, yeah, just for research. For Would you like to know more? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it was like this obvious like thing to like get kids to see it almost in order to like. Bring up a new generation of of piss fetishes of golden shower lovers. Jesus oh. Christ! Yeah, so that R. Shelley that strikes sh- again. That shit is <laughs> I out could, there. Be behind it, and you have to like protect your kids from it. But yet again, you don't want the platform to devolve into this thing where it's like, oh, this is all for kids. We got to protect the kids on it. It's like a platform that has a lot of adult content on it. That's a lot of times how censorship starts. Right. Is protect the kids. Think Have you heard? Children. I think Please, it's still great. Think of the children. It comes up every now and then when a new school district does it. But some some righteous mother will say, I don't want my son or daughter, my little precious child, to have to read to kill a mockingbird. Oh god. Because of the naughty language. And it's like, are the people who want to censor like 1984 and stuff? It's yeah, like you're just, you're making a point. Did you here. even read the book though? Right? Do you <laughs> yeah. do you understand the that you are making the point of the book? And it, by and wanting it, you to know what's sad it? is it comes up it always comes up once a year, and guess what? It's always a school that ends up banning it because they just don't and then they just do America. it anyway, and then because it's better safe than sorry because lawsuits are expensive and. Yeah. Land of the free, home of the lawsuit. Yeah, true that. Like we were talking last weekend on like a more sensitive topic. Like you have to, if you're going to enter a lawsuit, you really have to be prepared to to absorb the countersuit and make sure that your lawyer files on behalf of you and gets through like the preliminary stuff before it goes to trial. Because if they fuck that up, the countersuit can still be active. And yeah. your suit can be nullified. And guess what? The lawsuit you started is now against you. Whatever happened with... Uh, I, I was going to say, do schools really countersuit that much? I don't really hear much about that. But something that... Because we were talking about YouTubers. Whatever happened with H3H? Their oh, they, they won their lawsuit. But did they get the countersuit started too? Uh, I don't think the they did. Lost? I don't. I don't know if they did. I didn't follow it that far, but... They actually I know it wrapped up and they won. They did a good thing for content creators in general where they kind of established a precedent for fair use when yeah. you are yeah. taking somebody else's content and yeah, yeah. commenting over it. Yeah, I heard they started like, you know, they, they laid the precedent down. They, I think they even had like a fun they had started to to help yeah. other people I out, mean, but I think they ate most of it because they were not expecting more it to cost that much. Though. Right. 
because they're, I mean, especially on YouTube, they're still taking things down that are in fair use. I was just reading an article about it today that uh, Universal was taking down, uh, like, commentary of, like, a Tremors video or something. Well, this video oh, they come in question, us. The, uh, the H3H3 suit, <laughs> the H3H3 suit was essentially a guy who was, like, pissed that they, they made fun of video. him. Yeah. They essentially made fun of him, and he was like, Ugh. I don't like that. So we tried to sue him, and they stuck it out. I think it ended up eating most of the money that they, that people had donated towards them, basically, because they had they were like, we're gonna beat this at first. You know, obviously, when you start a lawsuit, you have a lot of steam. Like, we're gonna beat this. We're gonna have this fun to help other content creators who are like being wrongly accused. That's how I remember it getting started. And then what? A year ago. Well, it was kind of like kind of wrapped up. Somebody else opened up a GoFundMe for them because they're, they they didn't. Like, they've done that for other people, but uh, somebody else set it up for them in that case. And they had, they fortunately had a platform to kind of get people to case. rally behind them. Yeah. They, where the other guy didn't at all. Yeah. But I mean, to be fair, it was just a reaction video. Yeah. Like, come on. I watched. I did watch the content because I thought it, I thought it was interesting. Because that's what's going to happen a lot now, and we've already we discussed this quite. Let's frequently. go sue somebody. Yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> let's go sue somebody, and it's just let's like get our name in the paper. There's a lot guys. of precedent that is trying to be set with the internet because it's it, it's been the wild west for so. Yeah. Long. Oh, here we go. Right. All right, groundbreaking ideas. Let's look at our name in the papers. Let's sue the internet. You're a fucking idiot, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> We'll sue him for having my ideas before I did. You're gonna sue Al Gore. We'll sue Al Gore and the internet and those sell fucking polar bears. Sue who are, Bell Laboratories. I'm gonna sue the panda bears who are too lazy to fuck. I'm gonna sue the polar bears who keep getting trapped on fucking. F you Why don't can you just swim. write a song about it. Why don't you throw the rhino it? that is about to go extinct? Already and, did. Okay. The fucking the last male died. They're done. Unless women really do find a way how to live without us. They're fucked. Good luck, Emily. What would you do without dick? <laughs> Shrivel up and die! It's like that dude from, um... You Indiana wish. Jones in The Last Crusade. Yeah. Gonna melt. She chose poorly. She chose the wrong dick. She and then she them. withered away into dust. That's what'll happen if you touch anybody else's <laughs> dick. You'll die. Which Indiana Jones is that? The one with Last the dicks. Crusade. I thought the chick in that one just falls down the endless crevasse. No, I was talking about the dude who drinks from the wrong cup. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he chose poorly, grail, but yeah. I got you. No, yeah, I got you. The crevasse. Because that beautiful the woman, crevasse. that beautiful Aryan Nazi woman falls <laughs> down the crevasse. Yeah, she was kind of a babe. Too bad she was a fucking Nazi. Yeah. Hey, I mean, even Indiana Jones had trouble letting that go. So I got this idea from Reddit, but I think I'm going to bring it into my RPG Wednesdays group. It's a Guy Fieri NPC. <laughs> a boss inspired <laughs> by the king of Flavortown. Complete with a layer full of food and chef and sous cook, uh, sous chef and line you just cook. Just making lackeys. fucking onion night. 
I mean, yeah, <laughs> from fucking Dark Souls. Yeah, but he's, he's more so of. So he's gonna be like Flavor Town. No, he's more of a he's more of a bard because his his skills come from his his odd his odd spicy like charisma that he has. You know what I'm saying? Because he's one of those like he's just so excited about it. You want to like him. Apparently, he did not choose to dress like that. Yeah, I watched that little interview. That was hilarious. He's he just... fucking apparently like wore some button-up shirt to whatever the person who was representing him for like the, yeah. the audition. And they were like, wear a button-up shirt. So he fucking wears he a bowling have, shirt. Yeah, he didn't have like a, a nice dress shirt. Yeah. And they just loved it. And they were like, oh, you that's how you dress, huh? That's cool. We like that. And then he shows up to wardrobe and it's just tons of these fucking shirts he's like well i guess i'm stuck with this it's like i cool. guess I'm, i guess i can no longer wear t-shirts that was in uh hot ones <laughs> yeah right? it was in hot ones it was in hot that ones. was the interview i was telling you about where he's talking shit the whole time about the wings he's just like oh, would you fucking funny. go down the, go down like a block and get him from that pizza and wing place because right. these suck dude hot, hot sauce ones, is pretty good but dude, these wings suck hot ones is, is is money though i like that show sean evans was talking about the logistics uh of getting the wings and how like it's almost inevitable that they're going to be cold just because of the format of the interview it takes them about an hour to get through all of them and yeah. like a lot of times there's like delays so they like bring in the celebrity guest at a certain time so they prepare the wings and have them ready at that time and then they're late and then here's my question I think, I think they had i think was it rachel ray had one too and she was talking shit about the wings God. too dude okay she contradicts herself in that fucking episode she's like i'm a chef baby we'll eat anything but i refuse to eat your shit wings <laughs> she's literally licking the hot sauce off a spoon i'm just like you pretentious little Well, my question, though, is, okay, Wings. I've been to Wingstop. I haven't. It doesn't take that long to make fresh right. wings. Right. Do they not just have a little kitchen station Dude, there? Dude, it was a very low-budget operation. Like, I know, but, like, at this point, could they not set I up mean, a little you, chef station sometimes and just Sometimes, couldn't you wings? also put it on something else other than just hot wings? No, you can't alienate the format. Yeah. How dare you? How Go sit in the corner, Stefan. I don't give a fuck about the format. I don't even watch that shit. Says um, the guy who brought up the topic no, I about didn't. the he episode. He did. I was just saying that it was on Hot Ones. Because I had seen that one. Because I was like, oh, Guy Fieri, that guy's an idiot. I want to watch him be dumb. Dude, for the amount of shit he gets, like, he, he seems, was pretty cool. He seems like a pretty nice guy. He's a cool guy. Oh, yeah, I was, I was, I was, like, that's, that's kind of what I was saying. Is like, I feel like he does have a charisma. Like, you'd want to go get a beer with him. Yeah, absolutely. Just of course, he's a personality. Stories. He's a celebrity personality. Of course, he has some sort of charisma. Just like Guy Fieri, tell me who's the craziest person you've done cocaine with? Because <laughs> I, do I feel I like I don't do cocaine. I only go to Flavor Town. I like feel like Shaquille O'Neal. That, that's what it would be. It would be a name <laughs> you'd just never expect. Just like you know, oh Martha Stewart. Like I feel like she gets down. Like her and Snoop Dogg have right. a little like a, a little romance. Ever since Starcross Lovers thing going on. Ever since I saw Snoop Dogg on uh, her show where he was like literally like promoting some sort of vodka, he had his name on and he was like literally dumping it in the dish like we like there was a little bit that was supposed to go and he was like I'm gonna put some more on this in here. Oh my god! And that's why you don't trust Snoop Dogg to cook because he'll make your chicken taste like vodka. <laughs> he just <laughs> dumps Martha Stewart's bottle of sherry. <laughs> Cooking sherry into the pan. He's just, just like, is oil? It? He makes a mixer out of it. Like, that's cooking Snoop sherry. Snoop Dogg's gulag grill. Gulag grill. Yeah. <laughs> I bet Snoop Dogg's got flavored. some cooking chops. 
We got we got drunken mashed potatoes. We got vodka chicken. Vodka goat. I feel like that's that's a gulag right there. Do you guys like goat cheese? I don't really eat it. I don't think I've tried it recently enough to really I just say. Can't get down on it. There's enough cow cheese out there where I'm I'm pretty happy yeah, with, with I just with my can't choices. get down on goat cheese. It always has this it's the goat aftertaste. It literally tastes like their their scent. Like tastes just, like goat smells. What's a goat smell like? Crap. <laughs> <laughs> so it tastes like crap. Feces, Doug. <laughs> and I, it's just interesting to me that a lot of people are just like, oh yeah, I use goat cheese with this and X Y Z. I made this recipe, or it'll especially be on some of the cooking shows I watch. I actually just keep a chunk just, of goat in my fridge, and I just grate it over my food. I cut out the middleman, and I just grate up some some real good goat flakes. Where is the almond cheese? Almonds don't have nipples, Doug. How do you know? You mean them? the almond titty? <laughs> Oh, but there's can, almond can milk. Cultivate? Why can't we make almond cheese? I don't think it cultivates in the same. Yeah, manner. it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. What's that? Ferment basically. It's rot the same. Because I mean, cheese is mold, right? Essentially, we got the technology. We can make. Give it a couple years. Okay, we'll give almonds. Give breasts. it a couple years. Those we'll vegans the, will be able to enjoy almond cheese. I propose by the uh, end of this decade. We create almond cheese. Humans will travel. Not because it is easy, but because it is hard. All right, let's take a break. Thank God. All right, uh, Sean, you want to do the uh, the uh, intro roll for a uh, suggestion box this week? Was this episode four? Yeah, sure, why not? Episode. <laughs> Who's two counting officially? anyway? Who's Ep- really episode counting? Episode two on release. Well, uh, I don't know. The first two were good enough. Like, just yeah, I'll put them out later. So welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to our viewer favorite episode, The Suggestion Box, where we get drunk and write things down throughout the week and then try and remember why they were funny. <laughs> so we'll see if uh, if we were clever this week or if we were, uh, you know, shitty. So I got one. It's not super clever. Do you want to pass me a rock pop before you uh, bust out? Somebody? Sure. Okay, so you guys know how there's like SNL casts and they always go on and they do movies, whatever, yada, yada. Yeah. The alumni, uh, if you will. Yeah, I want to have a. Our generations is Will Ferrell and probably Adam Sandler, right? Any objections really to that statement? I'd say they were two different eras. Like, um, yeah, Adam uh, Sandler was. Adam Sandler was like uh, Generation X's. And then. But you, you get where Will I'm Ferrell going with this. Will Ferrell was like our, the millennials. You yeah. get where I'm going with this. So it would be a movie with all the previous washed up ones about making, just going into the grinder of comedy movies. So it would be like Will Ferrell and Adam Sandler were the two that I thought of going in so and making it, a movie about just being stuck in the comedic grinder of just being turned one, to ground beef. That's one of my least favorite movie ideas is movies about the movies. Because it's just like so unrelatable to the common man, you know? 
when you're watching it's like oh this is all the bullshit you gotta do <laughs> when you're rich and famous and you're gonna be, be in a movie oh woe is me it would be in their same <laughs> shitty comedic sense but i understand where you're coming from definitely uh they did kind of do something like that with the uh like some snl alumni like the more recent one like um like Will Forte and uh, what, like Bill Hader and shit. Yeah, I don't think Bill Hader was in it, but it, that body of uh, actors, okay. they, they did a bunch of recent SNL alumni, and they told the story of the Reformation or the initial formation of National Lampoon. So it was like everybody after they had done their like SNL tenure, and now they're SNL alumni, just like inserted into the primordial state again to tell like a, a historical piece almost the guy's uh, the guy's name from uh, national lampoon is actually doug kennedy oh, yeah do you relate to him? another doug huh yep, another doug don't trust him it's alleged it, they don't know if he killed himself or if he was just super high and fell off a cliff oh like uh, he a was a little kinda, bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Yeah, maybe. they they don't know. Like a lot of people, like Chevy Chase was one of his best friends, and yeah. uh, he like just says to this day, it's like I don't see him as the type of person who would kill himself. But a lot of people saw him as this like. But those are sometimes archetype. those are the sometimes the people that really do it though. Is you're just like I had no idea. Turns out he was super depressed. Sean, you got one. Well, that was a downer. Oh, <laughs> that was a downer note. Yeah, why don't you go first while I pull it up? Oh, man. I just wanted to make a funny movie. Oh, the, Sean, you're going to love this one. <laughs> All okay, right. Okay. Um, uh, okay, this is uh, in ancient Rome, and they're holding in. You already got him in. An engineering, architecture, and design summit slash competition for funding called Arch Madness. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd get to pick and there'd be seeds for designs like oh archimedes this year is gonna be fire <laughs> they just got the bracket and they're all gambling dude on exactly it. dude it'd be like it, it'd be like this the fucking cinderella story some like nobody like oh he's one of uh he's one of aristotle's failed pupils from uh from syracuse and then they get to the end and they're like boo, boo. aqueducts i don't want aqueducts you're gonna make my water use six times more efficient? Pass. He'll be a dude. We wanted dude. a new arena! Fuck the Coliseum! <laughs> it's dilapidated! Hippodromes! <laughs> uh, I want races around the outside of the city. Chariot races on the city walls. Give me that. Like on it, like uh, uh, like the perimeter wall? Yeah. Hmm. They actually had that in a city, I think. Sounds action-packed. Bring the kids. Free balloons. <laughs> balloons. It's actually I just like a... goat scrotums. <laughs> so ne neither of you guys with helium. Neither of you guys are familiar with Asterix, the like French comic. No, nope. Can't okay, it's say a I comic am. strip. It's it's about two Gaelic warriors and they fight Romans. But there was a, a movie that came out recently, and one of the clips that I'd seen from it was a kid. He's like playing with two action figures and they're like killing each other. And they zoom out and the father's like, where does he get this from? And they're in the Roman Coliseum watching like a gladiator and pale another guy and just like fucking else. run him through and just slam him in the ground. Asterix is pretty good. You'd probably like it. It's yeah, it might. It sounds interesting. They're funny comics. Uh, I had a funny thought here. I, uh, I'm trying to remember the exact uh, 
way in which I thought it, but it was. That's why you got to write down the context. I yeah, I, I missed some of the context, <laughs> but uh, it was music genre curse words. The idea being that there are different slams and digs for each different genre. So maybe in like jazz, calling someone a jive turkey is a curse word, but it doesn't really translate to like metal. Right, then you go to like that um, that tribe and they're essentially like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, and so I guess I, was, I, I, I probably should have written down, I think this was a drunk falling asleep thought uh, after I was laid off on Wednesday. But I had some good metal ones that were all just like... I got a good metal one. How about just an old geezer would be a slam daddy. A slam daddy. <laughs> I'm going to start calling you that, Doug. Slam daddy dilf. Yeah, I'm going to go over to slam daddy dilfs on Friday. What a bear. Hey, Emily. <laughs> Emily is just making this <laughs> face. Hey, Emily, you want to go over to slam daddy dilfs? Crack a couple roadie sodies and end up at Slam Daddy Dilfs. Welcome to the Slam, boys. Welcome to the Slam. <laughs> Come on and jam. Come on and jam. Oh, that's right. We hooked If her. you want to slam. Oh, uh, while we're on the music ideas, um, I had an idea. Uh, Steppenwolf Magic Carpet Ride is actually about lesbian sex. Wait, what? Hey, you know. I that- can see that. It's like, aren't you gonna be my little girl on my magic cover ride? Here. (laughs) Uh, Sean's an uncultured swine, so he doesn't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I wouldn't know culture. I was actually thinking, give him a a second. We'll give a little clip for people who are uncultured swine also. I looked at the lyrics, lyrics, and it's totally not (laughs) about this at all. I thought, like, did I miss something all these years? (laughs) Nope. But uh, we could redo it. As a, oh, yeah, I, you know this song. Of course I do. Everybody in America knows this song. Okay, fine. Why don't you come with See, me, little come girl? Come, girl, carpet ride. You got, you, you got, got all it. the, you got all, the, all the ingredients for the cake, but you made a biscuit instead. <laughs> I was actually gonna make it done He's by close. like a joke band called Steffenham. <laughs> Wouldn't it be Weffenstolf? <laughs> Weffenstolf. <laughs> By the lead man. Well, it would no. It was there it was a be. tribute. It was a okay, tip of the I'm hat okay to Weffen Stolf with Weffen Stubber. <laughs> I want to do the band thing at least once, just once. Oh no, I remember about the the music thing now, because it oh, was the, like the ska insults that I thought of. It was like ways to like call just like, oh you dirty you dirty mouthpiece. <laughs> Just like a, a fucking lead singer. You'd be like a fucking dirty trumpet mouthpiece. Uh, I got nothing. Sorry, <laughs> we don't have to dwell. I'm just like going, I'm trying to think of something There's dirty a joke with a in spit valve. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just like, like the fucking... You leaky valve. You dripping. You drip tip. That, uh, the one of the good things that didn't make it to air on one of our first it was literally our first test bed episode we were talking about um the marines from starcraft and about how the it's just built into the suits that they have sex with them oh yeah and then they they clear out their ejaculate like a fucking spit valve on a trombone oh i feel like i feel like it just fills up like a a (laughs) go-gurt like a little go-gurt package and they just like throw it away (laughs) (laughs) It's like a ketchup packet. They repurpose it. Yeah, of course. 
Well, I, I mean, I'm sure you saw that. Uh, in fact, like How we were talking about earlier, people can people can make now yogurt out of their vagina juice, or you can make yogurt into your vagina or something. I forget the details. Well, remember we read the article about the drones that dissolved into sugar, so yep. they were like made for surveillance. And then we were talking about sex bots and how they're going to you'll have sex with them, dissolve them, and put them in your coffee the next yeah. morning. Yep, they'll, you'll fuck them. They'll just dissolve into a pile of glucose, add them to your coffee, drink the evidence. <laughs> <laughs> Is that technically like a snowball situation? Uh, it's at the very least a cream pie. Oh. <laughs> The future is now. The future is now. Go fuck yourself. And then drink, drink it. the evidence. <laughs> and then drink the evidence. So uh, this one is an idea called the ladder. And it's the um, ascending list of things that are not real. So it's like the ladder ascending to enlightenment, essentially. So first thing you find out it's not real, Santa Claus. Not real. Jesus Christ, not real. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Pump the brakes. Christopher you say out. Jesus. Christopher Columbus. You say Jesus not real. is it real? In the spirit of Easter. You just say Christopher me, Columbus is it real? That, that's what I'm going with. Like, you get to, like, elementary school, and they're like, actually, Christopher Columbus is kind of a douchebag. And you're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> then next, you're going to find out Rockefeller isn't real. Then Steve Jobs. Wait, Jay-Z's record label is fake? <laughs> then your favorite actor... Then your neighbor, then you, Matthew McConaughey, <laughs> and by that disappear. chance, yeah, you've you've <laughs> ascended to a, enlightenment essentially. <laughs> so you're just saying I am this. not real. This plane of existence, this <laughs> you fake. just fade away, and Stephen's you just fake, Jedi I'm die, fake. and you just you're just a pile of clothes on your couch. <laughs> <laughs> I've become one with the forest. I'm I know what is re- I know that. what is real and what is not, and then you just fade away. Yeah, this one started with a card that was just like it's a bit dark. too much. It was it was in quotes. You know, Christopher Columbus was a real piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you definitely don't learn about that until middle school, high school, if you don't do research on your own, right? Because in elementary school, they're just like, oh yeah, Christopher Columbus, Day. Columbus he's Day. so great, and you're just like, yeah. And then, then you down get to, like, high school like, history. Actually, he's a real piece of shit. Well, I, I mean, it might have changed now, because I don't think it really came out until we were in maybe middle school, high school, that the Vikings discovered North America, and I'm sure that was a turbulent time for the I'm sure indigenous peoples and Vikings. Yeah, I think Vikings but, did a lot more like Greenland, where it wasn't really populated, so they kind of I mean, they were on mainland Canada, village. too, though. Yeah, but, that, but a lot of that was just them setting up, like, fishing villages that didn't yeah. really hold on, because... It's Canada. Yeah, because it's not that you great. Mean, you mean rape and pillage pit stops? Yeah, yeah basically. I mean, yeah, not to ever paint with the I mean, Vikings really, for them at that time, they were the... like pirate bases. Like, yeah, no one basically. knows where this shit is. Yeah. We're it's safe just, here. It's except like a the little... Inuits and whatever. Yeah, it's a little minor farming slash pirate base that it, didn't last. Because Canada still had indigenous Indian... Could you imagine that? Just like the ships. Tribes. Ships going from island yeah, to island, and there's yeah. like literally like so the sure equivalent of like a Texaco sign on one of them well, that the yeah, Vikings the, can come to. <laughs> Oh, that would be a fun sitcom. A fucking Viking pit stop. Viking truckers? <laughs> oh my god, dude. High sea truckers. And it would be just like fucking just Billy the Bob the Viking is just like in there with his long ship, just got a fat chew in. Like we'd have to really like, just, make just make barely through some the waves. fermented shark. Some some fermented shark. And uh yeah, he'd be just getting drunk on shark. 
give me some fermented shark or I'll got you like a trout. Or I'll got you like a shark and ferment you. (laughs) 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 And then then the lady behind the counter is like, oh, don't worry about him. He just needs something to chew on. Oh, his blood sugar is low. (laughs) (laughs) She just gives him a piece of like jerky gristle. It's like not even meat. And she's just like. Yeah, it's just like salted fat. He just pays in like scalps or something. Yeah. Monk scalps, right? He so pays in bald. trinkets. He pays in chunks of like golden crosses from abbeys yeah. and stuff. He's still spattered with blood. Couple. Oh, heads. that'll be uh, that'll be two uh, two artifacts of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because we'll be Christians in a couple hundred years. What a shame! And the first guy to come <laughs> back, he's like, shame. I come back from the British Isles with Christianity, and they're like, What's that? It's like, well, there's one God. Was like, what? <laughs> And he's Heretic! A, and he's an Arab. I was gone at sea for 20 years, and I come back to this? Uh, actually, that kind of segues into this next idea. This one's for Ooh. Stefan. This one's for Stefan to kind of shit on me. Um, this one is a follow-up to my last, last week's idea, um, Real Stories. This one's called Real Conspiracies. Fish gets caught and released. None of the other fish believe his tales. Of the outside <laughs> and they world. just think he is a psycho. And he's like, no, I swear to God, it's real. I saw it. And he becomes a... I got a hole in my lip. Like I didn't do this to episode. myself. Like I didn't SpongeBob probe my episode. own lip. He becomes a conspiracy theory nut. The Alex Jones of fish. But Alex Jones... We were just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you made this a bit. It's a little long. But we were actually just talking about that today. I thought this could be like an intro section to when we get on like conspiracy theory topics because it, it fades out. But we were just talking about uh, Alex Jones today at work. And, you know, he doesn't buy into that whole like reptilian man thing. So he just likes making what up his heretic. own. He just ma- likes making up his That's own. That's exactly what a reptile man would right? say. Right? Yeah. So he's a reptile man. All these man. other conspiracies are true except uh, for this one. The guy that believes in the reptile stuff. Oh, what was the name that they were talking about at work? I'm, I'm just going to butcher this. Something Hins or something? Dick Hins or something? Dick Hans? Yeah, Dick Hans. Dick Hans. You know what I noticed <laughs> when I was... Dick uh, Hans. I can't remember. When I was grabbing the Biker Mice from Mars soundbite... I noticed on the intro the the baddie, the bad guy. Um, he's like this fat Chicago mob boss kingpin kind of type. Is he a cat though? No, they grab his human face and pull it off, and underneath he's like a reptilian fishman. That's <gasps> <laughs> perfect, right? Oh, maybe they were just punking us from the time we were kids. With day that one, shit. day one, they knew it. They were just day te- one lizard men. Everybody will hate. They em. were they were subconsciously getting us ready to accept our new overlords. Fucking uh, biker mice people of Chicago. It's gonna be the new lizard people of New York Facebook page. I accidentally uh huh? punched this out for a second there. What? You're Jewish? Liar. We're going to church Anybody, on it, Sunday. Anybody else got one? Got What's one. up? A beer? No. Um. Uh, uh, a card? Yeah. No. All right. All right. I had more shitty sports things so where we, it's just like changing sports instruments. So 
We'll throw one out there. Let's let's hear it. Last last, last time, time I did golf. Baseball. <laughs> yeah, yeah golf, I did baseball. golf with a baseball bat. I just think hitting other objects with baseball bats is like just makes other, it harder. Like, yeah, like hockey with baseball bats. It just wouldn't work. They just kill each other. Oh, going off of uh, Star Wars on Ice, the the Darth Vader guy in a fucking neck brace because he fell down. All the fucking stormtroopers would just be hockey goons. <laughs> <laughs> they just check people. They just oh, have the stormtrooper helmet and fucking hockey jerseys for oh, the, for the Empire. Sweet. Oh, with sweet Empire hockey jerseys? Yeah. Dude, that's they a merchandising a, opportunity. They actually did a, a Star Tro- Wars crossover, so they have stormtrooper hockey jerseys already. Oh, that's slick. Need me one of those. Um, all right, so, so in, in honor of Easter, here's my MMO pitch. It's a game Jesus, where everybody game. designs a prophet. <laughs> and other than that, it works basically like a, like a mage-focused MMO. Everyone's out there doing their, like, fucking wow thing. But if you die, you don't respond for three days. <laughs> Go outside and get some fresh air, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Oh, you died. You must be bad at this game. Go outside and ride a bike. Uh, I have a really short and simple one. It's um, Congressional Thunderdome. I love it. I love everything about it. I don't even need it explained to me. <laughs> this this reminds me of an idea I've had for a while. That's been idiocracy. And it's that once you leave office, you're executed. <laughs> or just you get that. You have to take the long walk like in Judge Dredd. Dude, Once I you were like retired, across. you had to go into the cursed earth and bring the law to the lawless. <laughs> but it was essentially an that. execution. That's a hundred percent. I think that if we made some more high stakes politicians, you know what would be fucked up though? You'd go out into the desert and you just find these weird communities. You just find the weirdest. That's exactly what yeah. happened. You fucking stumbled. But upon they'd all them. be run by like old congressmen. <laughs> it would be so weird. Fucking They'd Bernie be like Sanders cults. would be out there in like his bondage gear and is like, oh, tried to tried to give them the power to the people. Bernie I, Sanders but they hung me le- out to dry in a leather harness. Oh his fucking <laughs> sagging skin. I love everything about this. And then in the new society, the new Congress is like they they elect their ideas through the traditional channels, but then they elect two representatives to fight it out to the death in the Thunderdome. And whoever, and that's how pro wrestlers, and really that's how get the into Rock office. gets yeah. elected finally. So we give him a fucking bastard sword and just have him execute Newt Gingrich. <laughs> 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 and that is what the that I feel like that's the next step in American politics. We are one step away from literally Fox airing lions, literally eating American gladiators, dude. A hundred percent. It will be lions eating Christians on national. What's TV. the president of Idiocracy Macho uh, come? Chief Kamach or Pharaoh Kamach. Have you guys watched Idiocracy? No. Are you kidding me? I have enough idiocracy in my day to day life. Oh my god, you guys would love this movie. I'm going to play a little clip for the soundbite. But uh, Terry Crews becomes the president of the United States and he's a pro wrestler <laughs> and they water all their plants with Gatorade and they can't figure out why <laughs> plants don't grow. Uh, that sounds actually phenomenal. Terry, I could take Terry Cruz as my president. Yeah, President Camacho, this his intro, he has State this, of the like, Union, such like a calm side to him. Like that's the thing too. He's got so much positivity. Get to your soundbite, so we're not listening to like two minutes of that stuff. Okay, here. 
Oh my god, that is so amazing. Is that Luke Wilson? Yeah, he's the main character. He gets frozen and then he gets deep frozen in the future. Oh, so he's a fish out of water? Your favorite movie trope. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's on the teleprompter. With all that starving bullshit. And the dust storms. And we running out of french fries and burrito coverings. Yeah. But I got a solution. That's what you said so last Welcome time, to the future. Every restaurant is Taco Bell. South Carolina, what's up? Yeah. Devolves into madness. You guys got to check this out. President Kamash, Terry Crews, Idiocracy. I have uh, one, another one that you guys might like. Um, this one is just entitled Dungeon Disco. Typical disco dance floor where usually it would be like a bunch of like cubes that are light up and like oh, multicolored. Yeah, yeah. Replaced with tiles that trigger booby traps. Ooh. <laughs> See, this is, oh my God, this just gave me an idea for uh, a Dungeons and Dragons segment. I make them go to a dance off. Last dancer standing he's or just, the winner. Let me just steal that real quick. <laughs> Thanks. That's literally what just happened. Let me just Ooh, steal that like real that. quick. That's that, that was the intention of that. That was, that, that was my extent of that one. <laughs> I am going to put them on a dance floor where they have to dance. And they're going to be triggering booby yeah, traps. And they just don't know which. That are going is, to be just the murdering one. the fucking competitors. Yeah, so somebody will step on one, and somebody else will get hit. Dude, a giant axe will swing through. They'll jump out of the way, and the person dancing behind them is just going to get cut in twain. It'll be beautiful. It's a really good idea. Between that and the guy Fieri, oh my god, D and D is going to crack. Yeah, this he's way. the bartender. Dude, well, that's what. Oh, it'll be great. Like if you insult the bar, the bartender, you'll, you'll have a yeah, you'll have a mini boss of Guy Fieri. You might lose a tooth. This could be uh, at a club outside of a big world event because this is another one I have. It's just called Monster Trucks, truck cabs literally on the backs of various m- literal mythical monsters. Oh my <laughs> god, that's fucking phenomenal! It'd be like monster wagons. And you just tie a fucking, like, cab to the back of, like, a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Like, you could open it up in, like, the dirt arena with, uh, like, um, motocross-style chariots going off of, like, fucking jumps Oh, my and God, shit. that'd be wicked. And We're then you watch bring Apollo out, jump three trees. You bring out fucking, um, uh, uh fucking, um. What's the uh, yeah fucking? What's the bad guy from uh, Stranger Things? The oh uh, the spooky spooky. No, not the spooky spooky. Like the big bad guy from the um from season two. The, the sec- season one. Oh, the demigorgon. Yeah, the demigorgon saurus. Is that what demigorgons are? They're yeah, fucking baboons. Are actually, yeah. They're baboons. <laughs> They're double-headed baboon monsters. Basically, though, in the original, but they couldn't steal the copyright. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it bugs me a little bit, but I still love Stranger Things, but. A real demigorgon is a two-headed baboon demon, and they have the butts. They're, like, not even that good, either. There's way scarier shit in there. Yeah, but they're funny looking. Uh, We kind of already did the on ice thing, but I had uh, hardcore dancers on ice. I'd love that. That'd be really cool, though. Someone doing a spin kick and just slicing someone's throat. Woo! (laughs) See, I I would give them without skates. And watch them hardcore just dance on the ice. and yeah. just fall a lot. Just falling on elbows and shit too, that'd be so unpleasant. Get a lot of 
We gotta set up a way that I can edit clips, you know, like view clips myself. Yeah, we've talked about that a couple yeah. times. You want to preview stuff? So All right, um, this is an expansion on Doug's Canadian cinematic universe. This is because Doug is has another a fish out of water. Movie? No, no, no. This there's one. only one thing I like, and it's fish out of water. This one has to do with like the uh, the the deep lore of it. So you remember when Chad Kroger and Avril Lavigne were together? Yeah, they, I think they still are together. So, well, maybe couple. they are. So I was going to say, if Canadian they weren't... super couple. If they weren't, this a- was... Avril Kroger. This would be still true in my like universe where the guy goes through time and space and has his like views flipped on him for the liberal lumberjacks. So um, Chad Kroger and Avril Lavigne have a child, and he is the Canadian Antichrist. <laughs> he is a mildly rude boy. <laughs> Quick question for Emily. (laughs) Is Avril Lavigne still married to Chad Kroger? Okay. Were they ever married? I thought they were just like fucking around. Yeah, I'll Google it. I imagine they had an Elvis Presley shotgun wedding. Because everyone should get an Elvis Presley shotgun wedding. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like the the Canadian Antichrist is basically just like a New Yorker. Yeah, he's just like really impolite. He's busy. He's got somewhere to be. He's not happy with his bagel. And and Canada just doesn't know what to do. Like yeah, he's on the split. news. Like he becomes like an issue in their government. They split guys after two years. They split. Just going on a fucking Are you rampage that from Chad Kroger to Tim Hortons. Oh yeah, that he goes on basically. They it's still not even have like a, a shooting rampage. They still have just a freakishly be. close relationship, though, according to news outlet. Freakishly close. Daily Mail. I've never been that close to a freak until today. Avril Lavigne reveals close bond with a strange husband, Chad Kroger. Canadian darling couple. Oh, he's a strange husband. Can, have you seen the guy? <laughs> What's he into some Can weird Can you tell stuff? me you're surprised? Have you fucking seen the guy? Well, not with a chin strap like that. That's all he ever rocks. Shad Kroger. <laughs> Shad Kroger. <laughs> Shad Kroger. There's actually a bunch of pictures. Uh, yeah, there's, there's my boy Chad. Nice <laughs> I remember Jake. He was over here, and I had a Playboy that had an interview with Chad Kroger in it, and he just like <laughs> vomited on. He himself. just fucking put. He just graffitied his face with a bunch of whiteout and wrote, "I, I eat I boners on his bed." <laughs> I remember that actually. <laughs> uh, look at this great picture. Oh uh, man, he, that he to, just ejaculated in between. Send that to the pine cone. Look at those alien together. fingers. Jeez. Send that to the pine cone. I'll tell you what; those alien fingers aren't good at playing guitar. Woo! Zing, 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 zing. Shots fired. Yeah, are you gonna play him for a golden whip pan? Rocat. Play him for a golden fiddle. What does he even play? What's Put his your guitar money where your mouth is. What's Chad Kroger's guitar of guitar choice? Look, I've sealed this one with a kiss, guys. Woo. Jesus Christ, what is this? Everyone need a rock pop? Yeah, boy. These are actually not that skunky. 